Do you find yourself getting anxious or depressed or even irritated at some of the most random things? Maybe something's triggering you. Today, I want to share a story that a simple conversation that left me triggered AF on today's episode of The Transparent Butterfly. Hi, I'm Jay Ward. I'm a wife, a mom of two teenagers, and an introverted business owner who battles anxiety and depression. Join me on my journey of transformation from people-pleasing perfectionist to boundary-implementing, holistically balanced intuitive. Here, we'll discuss self-care for the mind, body, and spirit, all through the lens of transparent vulnerability. Welcome to the Transparent Butterfly Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Transparent Butterfly. I'm your host, Jay Ward. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I really think is a cause for a lot of miscommunication, a lot of misunderstandings, a lot of fallouts between people in relationships. And it really kind of goes to a thing that we can't necessarily pinpoint a lot of times. And that is emotional triggers. So something happened to me last week and it really kind of put me in a really weird space. I, I wouldn't say necessarily a bad space, but it wasn't a great space. And it led me to where I am today, just kind of talking about it, talking through it rather. So I work part time for a screen print company, a wholesale screen print company. And my boss is probably one of the nicest, kindest, older gentlemen I've probably ever met. He's such a kind spirit, very nice. And um, I've been working there for about five months. Like I said, I work part-time. My boss, he's super flexible. It's pretty much however I want to go and move and, you know, all of these different things. Really easy going. So anyways, one day last week... He comes to me and he says, um, hmm, oh, okay, I see what you've done here. It was something with the filing system, the way that he files his um, invoices and the way that he files his uh, the bills that are going out. And so he has them a certain way. Mind you, my boss is um, his late 70s, I believe, and he pretty much knows how he wants things done. Another thing about my boss is that he is anti-technology. Like he's never touched a computer. He believes computers are the devil. He is like not a fan of computers at all. So he has written copies of literally everything. So he comes to me and he goes, um, okay, so I, I think I see what, what you what you did here. Um, we're in a new year. So it's, we're still in the first quarter of a new year. And he was like, well, I think what we had was some old invoices that had not been filed with last year's invoices. And it was for a particular uh, letter. The 
invoices are alphabetized and he looks at them, um, a particular letter, he was looking for something. So anyways, I say, um, well, no, remember I'd asked you about filing the invoices this way. And you know, this is how I went ahead and started to do it. So my understanding when I was going through the file, I, what I was doing was I was categorizing the invoices based off of whether or not they had been paid or not made sense in my head i'm like okay so the invoices that have been paid they'll be in the back part of the folder and the invoices that haven't been paid they'll be in the front i mean it just if you're looking for an invoice that hasn't been paid it'll be an easy way to find it so when i brought this idea to my boss he was like oh that sounds like a great idea then would be easy for us to find whatever so on this particular day i'm not sure if he forgot that he had said that or if he understood it but still wanted each fiscal year to be filed in that year so he was like uh no he's like i don't want it like that i want it to where um if the if the project was invoiced in that year, that's where the invoice needs to go. Because if we're ever audited or anybody wants to come and look at our books, that's how they're going to look at it. And so instead of me just saying, oh, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry, my bad, whatever. I was kind of like, well, I had asked you about it and you were like, okay. And he was like, no, he's like, I I, I know that it doesn't, you know, because if we're going to invoice it, if we're looking for open invoices, we'll go here. Or if we're going to do it, you know, if we're looking for something that's been paid, we'll go here. Now, mind you, this man has had this business for a very, very long time. I want to say he was inherited by his mother. He has been there for... Oh, well over 30 years. And here I am five months in and I'm trying to explain why I did it the way I did it and kind of why it makes sense to me. And he's steady telling me, no, this is not how I want it. And he was like, when an invoice comes in, it's not when the invoice is paid it's when the invoice is made. So when we create the invoice, that's what the accountants or the auditor, that's what they're going to be looking at. They're not going to be looking at when the invoice, is, the invoice was paid. And that did not make sense to me. My boss has been audited, I want to say, three times. So I'm pretty sure he knows what he's talking about. But because it didn't click in my head, I was just like... I don't understand that. And he asked me, he was like, you, do you see what I'm saying? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> and he was like, basically, whatever year that the invoice was created, keep the invoice in that year. It doesn't matter if the invoice was paid the following year or two or three years down the line. Keep the invoice with the year that it was created. And when it comes to our payables, the things that we're paying out, you want to keep those based on when you pay it. And so I said, oh, okay. And I didn't really get it, but I sat there after he had, you know, said it. Mind you, he did not raise his voice. He wasn't nasty about it. He just was making me understand that 
this is how it's done for this specific reason. And if we needed to find it based off of the way that you're saying it, we have other ways to do that. So I'm sitting there at my desk and I'm trying to process what he said, okay? So receivables are categorized by the invoice date and the payables are categorized by the payment date. Okay, so I'm just trying to get that in my head. That one little seemingly simple, harmless conversation, it did something to me. I could not figure out. Well, actually, I kind of knew right off the cuff what it was, but I couldn't figure out why it was sticking to me the way that it did. And so I'm like, I text my husband. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm just kind of feeling really triggered right now. And I'm not in a great mood. So he's like, well, what, what is it? And I explained the situation. He was like, well, okay, well, it's nothing to get, you know, I've been out of shape about. And I'm just like, man, okay, you're right. You are right. That is not something I need to get bent out of shape about. Also, um, it's not even something that I should have let, like my boss didn't do anything. It's like he didn't say anything or, you know, there was nothing on his end that would have made me stick with this the way that I I had stuck with it. And so I finished doing my work or whatever. I you know, finished my day. And even when I got home, like when I came home, I walked in the door. You know, the day is over. That is, it's not even an incident, but that situation is over. I get home, I walk in the door, and it's stuff all over the living room. Disclaimer. I am not the tidiest of people, so my house is kind of runs off of organized chaos. So that's not unusual. But for whatever reason, I really just started like bugging out when I saw just stuff everywhere and nobody had really done anything. And I was like super frustrated because I guess during this time with my kids being out of school due to the whole COVID-19 situation Nobody's going anywhere, so I can't understand why it's still stuff all over the living room, why my kitchen's not clean, and I just get, like, boiled over, upset, and I'm like, you know what, I'm finna go, I'm about finna go, I change my clothes, I put on, like, some workout clothes, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go walking. I get to the spot where I typically walk by the reservoir. The park gate is closed and there's people everywhere. Now, mind you, again, we're going through this whole coronavirus situation. And I'm like, where the hell are all these people coming from? So I just sat in my car and I journaled for a little bit. And by the time I finished journaling, I felt better. But I really had to sit down and dissect the day because me coming home, the stuff everywhere is really not unusual. Why was I so irritated behind that? And really, it was kind of like a residual from my work day. So then I had to sit down and go, okay, what's got you so pissed off? I still have not figured out. I know that the conversation triggered me. So I, I still don't know why I get so irritated when 
I ask somebody something and they tell me, yay, nay, whatever, whatever. And then I do it and then they come back as if people can't change their mind. Even if a person said, well, I don't remember saying that or whatever. It's okay to change your mind if, if okay, I don't want it that way now or uh, that's not what I meant or whatever. But for whatever reason, something I'll be talking to a counselor about. But for whatever reason, that really kind of like it ticks me for some reason. And I'm almost certain it has something to do with um, my perfectionism. The fact that I have to go back and do something when I try to clear something um, in the beginning so that there wouldn't be um, an error on my part. And the fact that I'm having to go back shows that, you know, despite me trying to be proactive, I still had to go back and do it. So I have to decipher that a little bit more. But the the really jarring thing was when my boss said, if we're ever audited that is a that's kind of like a, a a triggering situation for me because my husband and I have had issues and it was uh, almost 10 years ago with um taxes and being audited and it has really uh, it, it affected me way more than I thought that it did I know it affected my husband, but I didn't think that I was affected as much. And so it was just like this whole uh, trickle down or domino effect of from that simple statement. If we're ever audited, this is how things are going to go. And it kind of went from his simple statement to me internalizing that to be like, well, you know, if you had your stuff together, you would know that he wouldn't have had to correct you on that because you have a business, you should have things in order um, of a certain way and you just out here winging it and I was just really, really, really beating myself up. My throat is getting tight just talking about it now and I swear this happened last week. But it was so many things off of that simple statement that was said so harmlessly and without malice or anything that just really, really, really kind of triggered something in my subconscious that has been kind of buried for a long, long time. And it kind of um, flares up from time to time. And so I just wanted to talk about how there are a lot of situations in our lives where we're triggered by things. And sometimes we're triggered because we're tired. So our patience isn't as long standing, I guess, as it would if we were well rested. So we're not necessarily with the shits that day. We, we really have a low tolerance for foolery. Whereas on other days, we're well rested and we kind of can put up with a little bit more. Sometimes um, it could be something not necessarily that happened to us, but just in the world around us with us uh, going through this whole thing with uh, COVID-19. People are very stressed out right now. There's a lot of uncertainty And one thing I know as a creature of habit, the fear of the unknown is 
very real. And so I was talking to a friend actually right before I came to do the podcast. And she had heard a rumor that Mississippi, our governor, had declared that like all liquor stores had to close, like shut down, like they were not considered um, essential business or whatever. But anyway, all the liquor stores had to close by three o'clock today. And it was like 2.13. <laughs> and she was like, girl, I got to get to the liquor store. Like, I was like, well, you <laughs> you know, I said, like, I don't, I mean, I drink, but I'm not a liquor store frequenter. I don't go to the liquor store often. I usually get a bottle of wine or whatever at the grocery store. And she was like, yeah, but for people that want like Crown and Hennessy and all that stuff, you know, it's about to be really real out here. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so she went to her local liquor store that she goes to all the time. And she was saying how I think there's like the way she described it to me was like that there's this plexiglass that separates the cashier from the customer. And then there's this small little <laughs> little window like this at um I guess maybe like at check cashing places or some banks will have it to where it's just a little space for you to slide your money or your card or whatever under the little glass. And she was laughing because there was plastic there. And so she was in a very jovial, playful mood. She goes to this place often. The guy, uh, the owner, I guess he knows her and her kids when they come in. And, you know, she was just joking. And she was like, what is this about? Or what are you doing here? And and she was just laughing or whatever. And the owner, like, he really kind of spassed out on her. And he was very upset and he got loud. I couldn't necessarily make out what he was saying but he was not being friendly like their normal playful banter between each other. And she was just, she just kept saying, well, I was just joking. I was just playing with you because last time I was in here, you didn't have that little piece of plastic there. And I, you know, she didn't mean any harm by it, but he was just so upset. And she was just like, you know, like what is his problem? And I would have gone to another place, but, you know, I didn't know if there's going to be open <laughs> since the place is supposed to close at three. Like, she was just really, and he was, he was really kind of like just saying all kinds of stuff. Like, um, you know, how would you feel if your son gets this and you can't go and see him and all of these things. And she was just like, you know, we could all be passing it to each other right now and blah, blah, blah. They went back and forth. But I told her, I said, well, I said, maybe there's something going on with him. I said, as a small business owner, he's probably afraid and not knowing where he possibly may have to close down and not get any sort of income in for his family. That's a very real situation for him. I said, so, you know, especially if he doesn't normally behave that way, it's it's something going on with him. And while she was in a playful mood, it triggered the shit out of him. He was not, I mean, he was very like loud and irate, kind of like, you know, you did, you could, you could be the killer and da, da 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 da. She was like, man, come on. But again, this is not her livelihood on the line. And so while being triggered could be something internal or subconscious within ourselves. 
clearly this man is up on the news he knows what's going on around the world and he's fearful and so sometimes our emotional triggers can bring out the worst in us um it really can and for me it took me really sitting down with my situation at work it took me sitting down and um really just breaking everything down understanding where the issue came in at and really there was nothing that I could do other than acknowledge it and go okay because this has nothing to do with my boss everything to do with something that I'm dealing with internally and so in that regard all I had to do was just journal that helped a lot by the time I kind of sat down and finished writing out how I was feeling that helped on the other side of that that and going to sleep that's something (laughs) that's how I deal with a lot of stuff once I'm rested I'm pretty good but um for some of you it may be going for a walk getting physically active kind of walking off some of that um emotion that you're feeling after you've been triggered by something a lot of times those simple comments that are very harmless and they don't mean anything you have to really get to the bottom and figure out like why did that piss me off so bad like why did that put me in my feelings the way that it did and a lot of times you'll find that it was something maybe that happened to you a really long time ago maybe something that was said to you a really long time ago or something that um is going on externally going on around you that has put a certain thing like on your mind or in your psyche to where you're now reacting differently from things reacting differently in ways that you otherwise wouldn't have so um I want to know are you able to identify when you are being triggered by something a lot of times I tell my friends when there has been a conversation had where someone has said something especially when you know it's not true if someone has said something that's just a bald face lie you know it's not true but for whatever reason you get really really upset about it kind of do some self-evaluation and go like if you know it's not true why you mad like i don't understand that and I, well, I do understand it because a lot of times it's about your um your character, the, the defamation of your character. Sometimes it is just the idea that people are going around spewing lies about you. But if you know who you are as a person and you and people who know you know who you are as a person, whatever falsities are that are being said about you, they don't have a leg to stand on. So have some solace and some comfort in knowing that you know what they don't they don't know what they're talking about so it's it's a null point i don't know if i said that right void point no i don't know but anyways um that's all i got for today um i really just want to i just want you guys to really especially now during this time we're all a little bit on edge. We're a little nervous. We're a bit unsettled. Be mindful when you're out and about and people are saying things. Um, are they triggering you 
or are they um what's the word are they projecting their issues or something that they're dealing with onto you kind of take a moment to identify that and if it's something that they're projecting onto you don't receive it if it's something that they've said that's actually triggered you give yourself a moment to figure out why why am i so triggered what is the issue here and um hopefully you'll be able to find yourself some some peace behind that really kind of get into the the base of it and then dispelling whatever that thing is that triggered you if it was something that was said to you a very long time ago something that would happen to you or was said to you as a child have confidence and comfort in knowing that you're an adult now and those things don't apply and you can thrive and move on from that i hope you enjoyed this episode to find more about and to learn more about the transparent butterfly visit us on instagram at the transparent butterfly or you can visit us online at the transparent butterfly.com